0: Hello everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of LV Podcast. Till now, we have talked about emerging trends in 2018, how impact investments are creating real impact, and we also compared our ecosystem with the Silicon Valley ecosystem. And all of these episodes were very well received by our investors community. As many of the founders came to us with the request, today's episode is solely dedicated to them. From now on, we plan to release one additional episode in the middle of the month where we will address the challenges faced by the founders. Today's challenge is building a team for your startup. Now, Shanti Mohan from Let's Venture will start a dialogue with Mekin Maheshwari for the same. I am excited to welcome Mekin Maheshwari to the Let's Venture podcast, where we will be focusing on hiring for startups. I've known Mekin for probably now last two years, and I think you're one of the most modest, most down-to-earth people to meet. And Mekin is extremely passionate about uh, discovering and unleashing human potential and entrepreneurship, for those who don't know McKin because I think McKin likes to stay understated. <laughs> McKin was one of the early employees at Flipkart, where he played various roles. He was the head of engineering and built out a great tech team, which he counts as his biggest professional achievement. But before running two small startups within Flipkart, McKin finally took on the role of the chief people officer. I remember I was at an event in Delhi where they introduced McKin as a person who had hired 33,000 people at Flipkart at the age of 33. So that is Mekin for you. Welcome Mekin to the audio podcast at Let's Venture.
1: Thank you, Shanti. You're too kind.
0: So, you know, today we want to focus on hiring and building teams for startups. And uh, let's start with, you know, how should a f- startup founder look at his hiring when he is bootstrapped, right? For him, for the founder, he... All he has is his passion. He has to keep his costs low. So you, of course, have to look at the lowest cost. You have to get the brightest people who can roll up their sleeves and work. So how should a founder think of hiring employee number one?
1: So there isn't one single answer, but a few that I have seen work. Um, In Flipkart's case, amongst the first hires was this guy called Ayappa who there is a fantastic story on on stories.flipkart.com. I'd strongly recommend reading it. Um, This guy was out of a job, uh, used to work at a courier, used to pick up and deliver packages for Flipkart and came in and said, hey, he wants a job. And he got assessed on aptitude and Sachin Almini spoke to him. He landed the job and in no time, he was able to take away almost all operations from Sachin and Bini, uh, which allowed them to focus on building stuff. Now, the fact that this was somebody who was jobless, used to work in a courier company as a delivery guy, didn't necessarily mean that he did not have potential. And I think some of that credit also goes to how Sachin and Bini evaluated him or the faith that they had in him. Uh, because very often we go by past or pedigree. That makes it really hard. In general if you are looking for talent where everyone else is looking for talent, it is going to be expensive. So in your early days, if you want talent, it's probably going to come from your network, uh, friends, batchmates who are willing to believe in your dream and vision or it's going to come from very unlikely places else you have to be willing to sell out money.
0: Okay. So this actually is a good segue into my next question which basically you know at a startup people kind of the rules people claim is that hustle and attitude should be resume right but as a guidance right when you actually interview people how do you measure them or how do you understand what is the attitude because i have seen personally right only after you hire a person when you start working with them there are very small instances which then demonstrate the attitude and the values they bring into the organization. And by the time it's too late because they're already hired into the organization. Yeah.
1: So I think uh, in some sense, a part of the answer lies in your question, Chanti. If you can, then have them spend some time with you before you hire them. I believe internships are the best way to hire. Uh, You have seen each other. Uh, The person has seen the company. The company has seen the person at work performing. And if you can get that done uh, that's amazing unfortunately that does not work for most people some things that uh, we would look for uh, when hiring so uh, completely agree with looking for a very high degree of ownership right so we broke down attitude into a few things that uh, it meant specifically for us at Flipkart and ownership was a large piece um, and we would assess ownership based on how they spoke about their past work. Yes. Uh, right. Like, is it for the company that the person currently is employed with? Do they talk about it as them, uh, versus us, right? And just that, that, Hey, do you associate yourself with the organization that you are currently working with or you have worked with? Uh, do you think it is part of you or is it an alien? Um, and this was this is a very simple but powerful indicator also their pride in their work uh, generally reflects a degree of ownership most people who have very high degree of ownership uh, are proud not only of their work but often also of other parts of the company most thinkers try and understand why are they doing what they're doing and they have good answers for that so they are able to connect their work with the company's goal, company's success, even in very large organizations. And and those are the kind of people you want early on. Because those are the people who are going to help the company, which is very nascent, grow and move forward. At an early stage, I, I suggest to not get people who are very task-oriented. Uh, there might be some roles that are task-oriented and you might need them. But in general, most of the early team should be willing to do whatever it takes and uh, figure that out as you move forward so yeah I think ownership pride these come to mind I think one thing that uh, we would come out of a lot of interviews after and say yes or no or depend a lot on was just energy yes and energy isn't necessarily that hey the person has to be jumping around in the interview room Uh, but the The spark in their eyes when they're talking about their past work, uh, how passionately they're talking about a topic, being able to understand that how well do they know their topic uh, and deriving energy from that is what we would evaluate for, right? So, I think uh, a combination of those two, which is energy and ownership, were two key aspects. Uh, One other thing that we kept in mind in terms of attitude uh, was staying away from the sab janta hai kinds. Right? like people who believe they know everything and they're coming here to implement that or to teach you. For most startups, it's, it's not a great place to be. Because by definition, you're trying to do something that hasn't been done, at least in your market, in which case you want people to be humble enough to figure out from scratch that what would this take? They might have had learnings and it's not about discounting their past work or learnings, but at the same time, if they believe that how it worked elsewhere is exactly how it's going to work here and nothing needs thinking, like startups should stay away from such people.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. So, so in terms of kind of summarizing, right, it's about actually looking at people whom you can connect to even at an energy level, right? Yeah. Just you have to like the person because he's going to be part of a longer journey yeah. as an early employee. Right. The second is, of course, the team player, right? And this is very interesting, Makin, because, you know, last month we were interviewing somebody at Let's Venture and one of my team person, very good, very qualified for the role. And my team came back and said, you know, we are not very happy because the conversation was all about I. He did not use the word we at all. And mm-hmm. we are concerned that he will not fit into the Let's Venture culture, which I was very humbled because i th- i thought that my team has already started evaluating people on you know whether whether they're looking at the i versus the v yeah. right and of course having a learning mind right yeah. so basically being being a student at the startup and knowing that you may not know everything yeah. and being able to ask for help when you don't know
1: absolutely right, right? the last piece is pride in past work
0: yes right? yes like absolutely. if you
1: haven't if you haven't done something that you're proud about that's, that's a yellow yes, flag. Yes, right. yes. Right. It might be a college fest that you helped organize and yes. you're proud of just the way you did it and how you did it. It's about putting yourself in. So, yeah. startups need far more than 100% of a person.
0: Absolutely.
1: And, and that is visible. Uh, when you actually put in so pride is the outcome yes when you put in more than 100%
0: absolutely so when you look at I mean we talked about you know hiring your first few employees and when you start looking at you know all of these but as you start building your organization and you start growing it like from 10 to 50 how does it change you know you have done this for Flipkart right and how did you basically change in terms of did you set about a process and did you lose some of these elements when you actually set the process for hiring
1: i think uh, the process actually helped us do just, do justice to the thoughts or ideas that we're talking about yeah so yeah i think we set up the process at least with uh, flipkart technology the process got set in at the maybe the fourth or the fifth hire in the team uh, and it's, it's about the kind of things that we're talking about, being able to put those on paper. So process is not just about uh, <coughs> evaluating people on skills or on their past work alone, but actually having, having interviews which had competencies like ownership, energy, communication
0: okay.
1: as part of the evaluation. Right? Like, hey, here is a conversation that's only going to assess ownership levels.
0: Ooh,
1: that's interesting uh, okay right? and and if that's part of the process that hey of the four conversations one conversation is going to be about that yeah uh, then you get a much stronger input into the process uh, so so yeah i think the process is generally very helpful and it's about penning down exactly what you want and not to try and imitate or copy from processes that you may see around Yes. Uh, yes. You can learn from them. And I have (laughs) learned a lot from hiring processes I have seen at various organizations. But finally, you would want to hire for what you are looking for, the kind of organizations that you want to build. And this is an area that I have often seen founders not think deeply enough about.
0: Okay.
1: Like what kind of an organization do you want to build? Uh, If you only think about, I want to get work done. Yes. and And it stops there. Uh, you're probably much better off outsourcing that work. Yes. Because, in some sense, if that's all that matters to you, then you shouldn't, you're probably not ready to invest in building an organization. If you want, like, if you care about building an organization, you should think about what kind of an organization it should be. Hence, what kind of people do you want to hire? Uh, do you want rockstar sales folks who would go out and achieve, who are extremely aggressive? Or do you want humble uh, learners, do you want very high quality or research focused technologists or do you want journalists who are problem solvers, there are, there are all of these options that exist and it is for you to sit down and define uh, because if you don't know uh, which, what is the goal, any path will take you there or frankly no path might take you there. So setting that goal in terms of this is the kind of organization I need and hence a process flows from that goal uh, once you have that in mind and obviously the goals change. It's not that hey once you've put something down then it is frozen forever. Uh, You evolve, you learn from mistakes, you learn from uh, things that you observe but it's important that that you try and pen down this is where you're wanting to go and hence this is the process.
0: That's actually very interesting because, you know, we've heard of people say that founders should at least spend like 80, 50 to 70% of their time hiring the right people, putting the right teams in place, right? Because you would rather iterate on product like what we discussed earlier than you would iterate on hiring people, right? So.
1: Yeah, I agree that I think uh, hiring just like any other any other large problem or large area of work, you would want to spend time on. And you would want to think about it. Uh, Very often we copy paste processes and expect things to work. Uh, Very often a lot of founders basically delegate hiring away uh, to a recruiter or to uh, an outsourced partner and and I feel that just doesn't work. Uh, That the passion that you can drive uh, in trying to communicate what you are doing and why you are doing Is infectious Uh, and it's very hard for anyone else to be able to do that uh, with the same with the same capacity or with the same energy and I think hence it's important that you play a large role uh, in hiring so yeah I spent close to 60 to 70 percent of my time as head of engineering in aspects related to hiring whether it meant going and having coffee with someone in their cafeteria to help them see the opportunity or understand why Flipkart might be a great place uh, or it meant trying to break up like what is it that we are really evaluating for. So for example what does problem solving mean and problem solving if you put 10 people in a room uh, means different things to different people. Uh, if we all wanted to be on the same page that hey, problem solving is is it about solving puzzles is that how you evaluate it is it about case studies. Or is it about dif- difficult research problems? And knowing what are the degrees of these problems and what are we evaluating for? What does Flipkart need yeah. is important. So so spending time on these. We had interviewer training back when we had ten people in the, in the team. Uh, this is not something that most startups think about. Uh, That's
0: actually very very, I mean a very good point because I was just reading a blog on hiring as I was preparing for this podcast, and there was someone who said how you would create an investor deck to go raise money you should actually create a deck to hire people right uh-huh. what is the what is it that you want to show as a vision to your employees right and do you and how do you get the first kind of the best talent coming in because you know they are the first believers of your vision yeah. right and if you're not able to hire some of the best people that means you have you have to rethink about how are you communicating about what you're trying to build as a business
1: and I would argue that uh, the time of the best people is often worth more than the money from investors. Absolutely. So, getting, getting really, really good, committed people to believe in your vision, your idea, needs effort, yes. uh, needs thinking, needs planning. And if you do not spend that effort, you would, get, you would get what is commensurate to the effort and thought you have put in. Yes. So, yes. you will get the organization you deserve.
0: So that kind of brings me to my next question, right? Where we are talking about, you know, hiring and building core teams. And should you hire someone saying you're part of the core team or should you allow them to grow into the core team? Because like when I look back again into my journey at Let's Venture, my core leadership team has been inbound, right? So they have actually reached out to me and said, why should they be part of Let's Venture? And, you know, I know that you're doing this and I think I can contribute a lot right, as well as referrals, right, very, very strong kind of resumes come through referrals where people think that they would fit into the organization. So what is your thought there?
1: Yeah, I think, I think in general, your early leadership team is, uh, is inbounds, is referrals, uh, right. So for Flipkart, besides Sachin and Bini, Sujit and I were the early core team members and Sujit was a batch, like had been with them at IIT Delhi. Abhishek Goel had connected us, Uh, Abhishek and I had worked together at Yahoo and Abhishek was in some sense the first investor into Flipkart through Axel, was the guy at Axel convincing Axel about investing in Flipkart. So he had connected us. So there were strong references of the kind of people that Flipkart got early on. But besides that, as the organization grew, uh, as people came in and performed, uh, those people also became part of the leadership team. So it's not just hiring for your leadership team, but also being able to create room for people who've come in and who've grown and who've performed. Because frankly, there is no better proxy uh, to performance than performance itself. Yes. So <coughs> the people who've performed, let them actually become part of your leadership team and uh, have them grow.
0: So this is a is a good kind of question where we are thinking about you know how do you how do you screen people for for the sixth gear what people say, right, how do you kind of operate as a self-starter. It's very difficult, right, because it's very, very kind of ambiguous on how you actually could identify a self-starter, which kind of goes back to our earlier conversation on attitude, learners and all of that. Yeah. Any thoughts?
1: And I think you go back to the past being a good predictor of future. So you look at past initiatives, have they done things in the past? Which give you a sense that they can actually do things. They have been self starters. Have they taken non conventional paths or roles, which is they have made decisions by themselves and not just gone by the herd? And all of those are symptoms you look for in yes. somebody who can start on their own.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now coming to another critical question around employee hiring is firing, right? <laughs> And, you know, how much time should should a startup give an employee to start delivering before they decide that they don't fit in and they they, they don't have the right attitude?
1: Yeah, so it's a complex question, uh, right? Delivery or performance uh, is a product of multiple things uh, of which effort is one of them. Uh, you also have assumptions around market, for example, right? And if... If performance hasn't happened because of lack of effort or effort not being well guided, then it leads, then it should lead to a performance conversation and like multiple performance conversations not working out should lead to uh, the employee getting fired because uh, a startup cannot afford to carry dead weight. But very often uh, because of the nature of a startup, uh, just if the effort has actually been good quality, then you would actually want to have a strategy conversation. That maybe performance hasn't happened because of wrong bets being placed. So, Flipkart's had many amazing people successes despite failures of products. Uh, I think the best examples to me come from uh, the acquisition of MIME, where we got Samir and Rahul, who, when we tried to build a digital business and the digital business failed, but that whole team, and starting with Samir and Rahul, were rockstar performers. They went on to do amazing things within the company. So just because performance didn't happen or business performance didn't happen doesn't mean that the employee needs to be fired. Uh, You would want to dig under and try and find out what and why did performance not happen. And ideally, be able to evaluate effort and the quality of it. Like Samir is is an amazing talent magnet. The kind of team he assembled uh, Allowed him to go, then go on to play very diverse roles, which is another interesting piece I'd like to talk about, which is very often we just go by pedigree of what the person has done earlier and try and place them in similar roles. At Flipkart, we were able to experiment with a head of engineering playing a head of HR role. Uh, Samir, who was running, who was an entrepreneur who got hired, went on to play online marketing head. And in some sense created the strongest online marketing organization in the country. Yes. And then he went on to be on <laughs> head of engineering. Right. So, the capability of a person to do various roles uh, lies in understanding their strengths and qualities. Uh, and very often, leaders do not go deep and try and figure those out. Uh, and that's something that I would strongly recommend before you walk the path of hiring.
0: Yes. So, I think founders and the key management like right, plays a key role in also including new people into the organization. Yeah. Yeah. How well are you making them help them understand the business and the culture. Now, just as a closing note, McKinn, I think we've had a very interesting conversation. As, um, you know, just as someone who has again seen the scale and now you're doing your own startup, right? What is your advice to to founders on building organizations as well as some of the two deal breakers probably when you hire?
1: uh, Yeah, so I think two pieces. One is spend time on it. Uh, like there isn't a shortcut. A lot of people might tell you that there is but like with most problems there isn't really a shortcut. So dedicate time to this. Second, uh, hiring is just the beginning of the journey and you would want to ensure that you onboarded the person well and and that's as or more important than hiring itself. I, I've often seen great hires with a lot of potential but not being uh, set up well and then The relationship breaking off fairly quickly things to be wary of or deal breakers uh, for me personally are one people who blame everyone but themselves uh, for everything that has happened in their lives Uh, and second is people who take credit for everything uh, that seem to have happened around them so I think those are the two kind of people I generally try and stay away from and we had inculcated some of this in our hiring process
0: great so as a closing note to founders right you are as good as your team Right your vision is only one part of how you build a business but i think finally the success of a startup depends a lot on how good or how scalable your team is absolutely thank you mikael thank Most you welcome. for the time